0: Thank you Brother Dudley and everyone say praise the Lord Lord. Aren't you glad to be in the house of the Lord? Amen Amen. Turn around to your neighbor and shake their hand Would you tell them how glad we are to see Especially our visitors here tonight We're glad to have you Glory Hallelujah, hallelujah Well glory Amen. You can be seated tonight if you can for a few minutes. I was pondering over my heart the beautiful message that each and every one has preached here. And many times they have trampled all over that which I wanted to preach about. (laughs) And uh, if I could deliver my soul tonight, I, I tell you what, I'd feel a lot better. I'd rather be sitting where you're sitting than standing up here, I promise you. That's one thing I've never had is a preacher's itch. You know, some people can't wait to get behind the pulpit and tell somebody how to live. Amen. I'd rather be out there telling myself, saying, "Hey, you ain't no good," in order to be saved. than standing up here. Everyone say, "Praise the Lord." I told Brother Dudley. I said, "The holiness is, is certainly has been preached, brought forth here in this message, in this conference, and." Uh, there's only one thing, a few things left out. I guess I just preach on hunting tonight, against hunting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Bible only mentioned two hunters, Nimrod and Esau, and God hated both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I got close to home, didn't I? <laughs> amen, amen I think it is a sin if you miss Sunday's church oh, amen, amen. Amen. amen, praise God I'm going to turn my wheels toward home or somewhere To get in the house of the Lord Everyone say praise the Lord. praise the Lord Hallelujah Where's Sister Dudley And I want to sing just a minute And uh, I'm not nervous, but I've been sick all day. <laughs> Glory. Because, you know, uh, these kind of meetings, you know, you kind trying to get cut about 40, 50 different ways. Glory. Like an old song I used to know. I met a brother the other day. I give him my right hand. And as soon as my back was turned, he done scandalized my name. <laughs> Do you call that religion? Oh no Do you call that religion? Oh no Do you call that religion? Oh no He done scandalize my name <laughs> That's what you Now I know where I'm going I wasn't born yesterday in the Holy Ghost I've been around this thing 56 years, 57 years Hallelujah! Met a sister the other day. Give her my right hand, and just as soon as my back was turned, she done scandalized my name. Do you call that religion? Oh no! Do you call that religion? Oh no! Do you call that religion? Oh no! He done sc- she done scandalized my name. I met a preacher the other day. Give him my right hand. As soon as my back was turned, he don't my name. You don't like it, do you? Well, bless God. Now I'm feeling good. Oh, glory. I don't care what anybody thinks, as long as God loves it, Amen. Hallelujah, and I think the tape ministry is one of the worst things that ever happened. Glory. Take it home and just cut it up and cut it up and spit it out in this little horn. I want to tell you something. Don't ever criticize anyone until you walk one mile in his shoes. Oh, come on. Come on. Then you have something to say. Glory. Until you have walked in another man's shoes for a while, be kind. When I walk into the office, be kind to counsel someone. I put myself into their shoes. And I asked God, what kind of mercy would I expect? God help us. I believe in revival more than anybody in this place believes in revival. I believe this holiness message more than anybody believes any more than this holiness message, what I believe. Hallelujah. I love him tonight. Amen. I've come tonight to maybe open I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the world's worst at digging in things that <laughs> sometimes you don't like to be dug into but I'm going to preach tonight with the help and grace of God I've wrestled with this thing for weeks and uh, I'm going to give it to you to wrestle with for a while <laughs> everyone say praise the, praise the Lord you can be seated I do want to sing a good song God didn't call me to sing, call me to preach, but I do want to sing. Amen. Praise God. Once I was lost, no hope for tomorrow. Once I was lonely, my heart filled with sorrow, but Jesus came. And ever so gently Oh, he filled me with love From heaven above And lifted me Oh, I can't explain His love for me It's high as the mountain As deep as the sea Oh, I can't explain this sweet mystery, but this I know. He loved me so and lifted me, the love of God. Is mine without measure through pain and harding? It's my greatest treasure. His love has changed my life so completely oh now heaven's my goal the home of my soul since he lifted me oh i can't explain hallelujah his love for me it's high as the mountain as deep as the sea oh i can't explain this great mystery but this i know he loved me so and lifted me sing with me oh I can't explain his love for me oh it's high as the mountain as deep as the sea oh I can't explain this great mystery But this I know He loved me so And lifted me Shall we love the Lord? Let's lift our hands and love him, everyone Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah Glory to the Lamb of God Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Amen, 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 amen I feel the Lord here tonight, I really do. Praise God. Let's just entertain what we feel. Glory to God. is in the unity together with God. Amen. Praise God. I want you to be seated just a few more minutes. Musicians come on down. I want to say before I preach tonight, I want to thank those that had the uh who had asked me to come, those that was in charge of it. Brother Dudley, I know especially I dearly love Brother Dudley and your District superintendent, which least in one of the six years of age, and one of the most loose apostolic churches that I guess probably ever existed. If it, whatever they wanted to do, they usually did it. Uh, women always trimmed their hair, they always wore pants suits when they went on vacation. Everybody had a television set, and uh. Just about anything you wanted to do. Well, it's all right to go mixed bathing and everything else and so Wasn't much of a standard that was there In fact, I told my mother when I was 18 years of age I said I'll never go back to church no more as long as I live I'm through with it. I never did receive the Holy Ghost in younger years of my life But uh, it was a hunger for something that was real and uh, The Lord moved me to Jackson, Mississippi and uh, right in the middle of my insurance company I worked for, uh, it was right, the First Pentecostal Church was right in the middle of the debit that I had. And I, uh, I began to look at it and observe it. It was the same year that Brother Tommy Kraft went to Jackson, 1962. And uh, the Lord some way somehow, began to deal with this old hard heart. And uh, bring me to an altar of repentance. And for the first time in my life, I really understood what Pentecost was all about. Amen. I never heard much holiness preaching at that particular time in my life. But that which I've learned, I have found on my knees. God talked to me about it. I told the Lord I did not want to just preach something that was not right. Because I'd have to stand before him for that. But God has been so real with me through the years. So before you wage too much, I want you to let you know where I have come from. God has been very merciful to me. I was the old black sheep. Didn't want to go to church. Had nothing to do with church. Certainly didn't want to be a preacher. Had no desire to be a preacher. Didn't want to do anything about God whatsoever. I was after the almighty dollar. And I've become very successful in the world. And had, I had the new automobiles, two of them, and, and the finest home that there was in the city. And become very successful in that. But I found out there was something that was longing in my soul. And I needed it worth more than what all this world had to, to offer me. And everyone say, praise the Lord. Praise Glory. The Lord. And everyone say, praise the Lord again. Praise I want us to stand reading of the word of the Lord. It won't take me just a few minutes. I hate to... I want to, in the book of Luke, in the book of Luke, the 22nd chapter, glory, I'm not a long-winded preacher, I just got a lot to say. I've been accused of that, and uh, but uh, I've never preached over four hours in my lifetime at one time. <laughs> and I don't feel like that quite that much tonight But I do feel like we need to come to church tonight Let the Lord talk to us In the book of Luke, the 22nd chapter, verse number 35 About three weeks ago as I was driving to church And my wife was with me And we was going to Sunday school, if I remember right And the Lord spoke these ver- these few words of- unto me And I said now, I know that's in the Bible. I've read that. And, uh, and I uh, began to look and to see where he said these words in verse number 35. Luke 22:35. And he said unto them, when I sent you without purse and script and shoes, and I want to preach these four words, lack ye anything, and they said nothing. I want to preach from these four words, lack ye anything. In the book of Ephesians, one more verse of scripture. Glory to God. I'm getting to feel better every minute I'm up here. Hallelujah. Third chapter, the book of Ephesians had uh, verse number 23 and 20. Now, unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in you. No, don't say that. Us. Glory. Can I say this, but Dudley? He was, I was preaching here a few months ago in this church, and they just kept singing the song Faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. I said, I literally hate that song. <laughs> and I got some beautiful words Faith, faith, faith Just a whole lot of faith You may not have a whole lot but, I, but I've got a whole lot Faith, faith, faith A whole lot of faith Amen You know how a person can have faith in God? By exercising How does a man have biceps on his arms? He don't stand there by sweeping a garage Or sweeping the porch off for the wife he uses weights the exercise glory faith comes by exercise glory. I'm not gonna preach faith but I just burn in my soul to preach it because I'm a faith preacher but I want to use these four words lackey anything Master, what a privilege it is to come to thy house to worship you. Speak to our hearts, O oh God, tonight. Help us, O oh Lord. Be with us, O oh God. Open the windows of heaven, God, we pray, Lord. Honor, Lord, thy word tonight, O oh God. Honor thy servant. He's unworthy to be honored, God, but touch our hearts, O oh God. Help us, O oh Lord. Help us, O oh Lord. Strengthen us, O oh God. We'll praise and give thee all the glory. Everyone say in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. I want to turn to different places in the word of the Lord and we're going to I like to build it by the word of the Lord in the book of Exodus and uh, I want to there was a man by the name of Moses that just seemed like he just couldn't get enough of God Exodus 33 I uh, when I was come out of the hospital here last year I spent a long time studying Moses, and uh, I found a man that could just about, he could persuade God in every angle. In fact, he almost persuaded him out of letting him live a little longer where he could go over to the promised land. And in fact, from what I read in the word of the Lord was the fact that God said, now, wait a minute, you can't go. But I find out that he lived 40 years uh, or he lived right to the, uh, the 11th month, he lived right until the very last of the time before God finally took and buried him or took him home with him or whatever he'd done with him. No one knows. The angels took care of that. But he was a very persuasive individual. Now, I, let me just say something. Now, you may disagree. You're, you're welcome to disagree, but you're wrong, too. You know, there's some people that can just persuade you. Glory. My youngest boy pastors the church at home. I'm senior pastor. And uh, I remember when he was wee little, we'd be up to church, he's about six years of age, and he'd say, "Uh, Daddy, here comes the ice cream truck. And I said, we're not eating no ice cream today. There's no way. We're both too big, and we don't need the ice cream. And he'd walk away so pitiful. And then he'd come back. Do you think he stopped? No, no, he didn't stop. He'd come right back again. And he'd say, Daddy, uh, we're going to miss that ice cream truck if you don't hurry and give me some money. And I said, we're not eating no ice cream today. And then finally he'd say, Daddy, you're the most wonderful daddy in all the world. There's no daddy like you are. Here, son, go buy some ice cream. <laughs> Amen. And just go on, whatever you want. Just buy it. Don't matter. Just you know. I believe that's what prayer does when you get in the right place. As Brother Moody was talking about drawing a circle and getting in the middle of it, and just begin to talk to him in such a way that uh, that he just. Man, you know, you know, I I, I hate to see a beggar come along. Give me this, give me that, give me that, and the other, and so forth. I like someone that that just puts it in a little better way than that. And God does also. And when you love someone, I'll get to preaching in a little while. When you love something, and you love someone, it's not all time. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Help me, help me, help me. Give me, give me, give me. I remember one of our missionaries said when he first went to uh, uh, Korea and he said uh, they was the prayingest people I'd ever saw in all of his life. And he said, I have never in all my life heard people pray like them people pray. But then I learned their language and then this was what they was praying. Give me, help me. I need the Lord. You give me this. Help me with this. Do this for me. And he told him, he said, well, no, 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 wait a minute. You have, you're praying wrong. You're praying wrong. He said, turn your hands over. Not all time, give me, help me, give me, help me, give me, that I may be. Get I out of it and just love him. Oh, you're the sweetest God in all the world. There's no God like you are. Loving him. Praise God. You'd be surprised what you men could get your wife to do, get your cup of coffee in. Bring your sandwich in where you're sleeping, even if you treat them right. Let me just give you a point or two. I've been married 40 years. and He said, you know, you're the sweetest thing that God ever gave breath. I don't know where I'd be today if it wasn't for you. I love you so much. Would you bring me a cup of coffee? Yeah. Why, sure. <laughs> it works, Brother Westberg. I promise you it works. Hallelujah. Every morning my wife wakes me up with a cup of coffee sitting there. Now that didn't happen overnight. Now, (laughs) everyone say praise the Lord and listen to what Moses said. I want you to want you listen in in Exodus the thirty third chapter, and let's look at verse number eighteen. And he said I beseech thee Show me your glory And he said I will make thy goodness pass before thee I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee And I will be gracious to you And I will be gracious and show you mercy On whom I will show mercy And he said thou canst not see my face For as no man has seen it and lived And the Lord said behold there is a place by me Glory Glory there's a place by me that I want you to walk with. You know, why is it that when a person becomes praying and loving God, they automatically say, oh, ladder rain, ladder rain, ladder rain? As long as you stay in that book. Hey, there's enough wet blankets to get you down, brother. I've had people that tell me I didn't know God, didn't know anything about God. If, they, if I knew God like they knew God, I would have packed my suitcase a long time ago and left. Come on. But they didn't know God. He said, show me your glory. I want you to look, this was the desire. And it shall come to pass while thou the glory passest by that I will put thee in the cleft of the rock And I will cover thee with my hand and I, while I pass by And I will take away mine hand and thou shalt see my back parts But my face shalt thou not see Well, we know he wrote the first five books of the Bible It was the backward side that God showed him The miraculous You know, you know today when people say God showed me say He's going off on the deep end. Oh, my God. You better pray for him. Glory. There's more to church than just coming to church talking in tongues and a brotherly handshake and a congregational service and a sermonette for that smoke cigarettes. There's more to church than all of that, my friend. I don't uh, maybe, I, I don't know, I, I said, Lord, when he filled me with the Holy Ghost, I said, Lord, if this is you, I remember when he called me, I said, now, if you called me, God, now, now, some of you may don't like what I'm going to say right here, but that's okay anyway. I said, now, I think anybody that calls someone to work for them is going to take care of them. If this is you, everything I've got is yours, and I expect you to take care of me, if this is you. Glory. And I tell you by the fear of God, I have God has I have never had to plead and beg and pump and ask God to do different things for me. He always has taken care of my need. Not my wants, but my needs. Alright, let's go a little farther here. Amen. If I can just stay away from preaching in between what I've got wrote down here. And uh, I want us to turn to Moses tells us so beautifully that he uh, he just Lord show me your glory glory would you show me your glory First Peter the fifth chapter glory verse number one and the elders which are among you I exhort you and I also am an elder and a witness of the suffering of Christ and also a partaker. everyone say a partaker a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed I want to see your glory Lord all the apostles of old all the great men of old always sought after the glory of the Lord amen and uh, and so he said in verse number one I want to be a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock. Of course, we know that's preach the word, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof. Not be by constraint, but willingly. Not for filthy lucre, not for money, but of a ready mind. Neither is being lords. You know, let me just say this. So many times I've been guilty. I see a situation in my church, and I'll just bust it and bust it. And busted and busted. But I tell you, about 15, 20 years ago, I learned a lesson. Wherever your problem is, just haul off and give them a good smack. Pow! And get off of them. And feed the flock. Everyone say, Praise the Lord. I'm building some background. Just stay with me now. Let's turn to the book of Luke, the ninth chapter. Hallelujah Now I'm not giving you what I, I want. This is what the Lord wants me to give to you tonight the ninth chapter and uh, And starting with verse number 32 But Peter and they that were with him were heavy with sleep and when they were awakened they saw his glory and two men that stood with them now Let me just this is speaking of the transfiguration now, I'm sorry, but I'm going to preach what God gives me. There were 12 that went to the top of the Mount Transfiguration. Now, let me ask you, where was the other nine? They would have been out of service, so to speak. They would have been out of place, it seems like. But he took Peter, James, and John there. There was a little close sidekicks, you know, like Moses was. Everywhere God was, Moses was. Everywhere God wanted to reveal something, there they was. There, uh, uh, Peter was the outspoken. Oh, yeah, he cursed before he got the Holy Ghost done. All this, but he was a man that was constantly edging to the Lord. John was all the time leaning on his breast. Said, Is it I? 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 He was not looking for an excuse saying, I'll tell you the reason why I'm not like I need to be. But they were looking for a reason to get closer to the Lord. Everyone say praise the Lord. Hallelujah, let me get rid of this garment here. And so we find, the Bible tells us here, in this particular verse of Scripture, verse number 32, that Peter... And they that were with him were heavy with sleep, and when they awake they saw his glory, and two men that stood with him. And it came to pass as they departed from him, Peter said, Jesus, Master, is it good for us to be here? Hey, if it hadn't been good for him them to be there, the Lord wouldn't have wanted them there. We are living in a day that when we get very close to the supernatural or the things of God, we become scared. Glory! It should be that an apostolic preacher should kick the door open and say, I'm coming in. You asked me to come in, I'm coming in. Why be afraid of something that he gave unto his apostles and them of old? Now I'm not going to criticize about it. I don't know what happened to the other nine. But they were three. That got the attention of the Lord Peter, James and John Amen Peter of course the one to the keys of the kingdom of God Amen I believe Peter James was the pastor of the first church And you may not think that I don't know But I really do Maybe not Maybe I'm wrong I don't know But there was something in the gizzard of them three men That wanted the heartbeat of God They wanted the realness of the Lord They wanted the revelation Of not only who he was But they wanted to see the glory of the Lord Hallelujah. Glory. When I got the Holy Ghost, I said, Lord, if this is you, I want to see your glory. Honey, I can't play no guitar. I can't sing. I have no ability whatsoever. My wife cannot play anything. I said, Lord, if you don't help me somewhere, amen, somehow, I'm going to be miserable. I'm not going to be able to do anything whatsoever. I'll never get a revival. I won't be able to preach anywhere. I have nothing to appease the people if you do not use me in the power of the supernatural of the Holy Ghost. Why should we be afraid of it? My Lord, I've seen him raise the dead. I know what he can do. I've seen him unstopped the deaf ears. I've seen him open the blinded eyes. I know what he can do. He's God. He changes not. Glory, we're going to have church here tonight. Just because you don't want to go in, don't beg me for not going in. I'm going in. Glory! He I'm not looking for a bag and invitation to come on it. All I've got to say, he, he said, "Come on!" I said, "Man, I'm a coming." Yes, sir. You don't have to ask me a second time. I'm coming in. Hello, that's what's wrong with our church right now. We're afraid to walk into the supernatural presence of God. Don't you realize that you was born into the Spirit? How can you be perfected by the flesh? A way to get out of hand. I beg your pardon. I'll set them down. God help us. God help us. He said, Boys, I brought you up here to show you something. I brought you up here to show you something beyond the norm. Not just the average. And they didn't go down and tell the others where they had been. Amen. But they. It was the place where Moses was there, Elias was there, Elijah, amen, the miracle worker, the man of the law, the prophets, amen, the law, the lawgiver, Moses, and Jesus Christ. And he said, let's make three terms. He said, no, 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 you don't understand. I brought you up here to show you something. And what he was doing was just giving them just a little bit Of something to make them hungry for it. Did you ever go to Baskin and Robbins and say, I don't know which is the best. Boy, that looks good. Give me a sample, would you? (laughs) They don't get no big spoon. They get just a little old spoon. Enough to fill a cavity in your tooth almost. (laughs) Asked you how you like it. And if you're real wise, you get several samples before you leave there. Amen. (laughs) Glory. Everyone say, "Praise "Praise the Lord." And I want to tell you what this puts something in Peter James. Hallelujah. Stay with me for a few minutes. Glory. Why is it that we've got to wait till we die to see the glory of the Lord? have you ever heard anyone pass away and said oh glory and someone says oh they must have seen the heavens and we've got scripture for that too also because in in the book of Acts the 7th chapter verse number 54 and they heard these things and they were cut to the heart old Stephen was preaching gnashed on him with her teeth and he being full of the Holy Ghost looked up steadfast into heaven and saw the glory of God And Jesus stand on the right hand of God Right hand which means power Amen And uh, he being full Full Now let me just give you a definition Of what full is Full is when you can't get no more in <laughs> We're too earthly minded To be any heavenly good well, glory. I was told when you put a jug under a water hydrant, and when it goes, go, 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 it gets up, put it close, and, goes, and finally just runs over. It's full. I mean, you couldn't put no more in there if you wanted to put any more in there. Now, you're not going to see anything or do anything, much of anything with God until it just runs over. Full. And he saw the glory of the Lord being full. Everyone say Full. Of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Let's just this will go fast. And the and the Bible said they gnashed on him with their teeth, being full of the Holy Ghost. And they saw the glory of God and Jesus standing right hand of God. And he said, "Behold, I see the heavens open, Amen. And the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God, Amen. And they cried out with loud voices and stopped their ears, Amen. You know, I heard a man on the radio say these words." Metromar Clinic in Houston, Texas is the place where they've got 200 psychiatrists there to help the people that are in their minds, that they can't get along with their minds. And it was on the radio, Dobson said it, so they said, and he said these words. He said, if the preacher would preach on heaven and get sin out of the church... He said we would have to lay off over 90% of our, of our doctors there because they wouldn't have anything to do. I want to tell you the reason why we've got problems like we've got problems is the fact is that we step back and soft-soap that which God has given us. Amen. God's looking for a preacher to preach against sin and make hell hot, heaven beautiful, get the sin out of the church, Get the God of heaven in the church. You can have revival then. When the church, the people become full of the Holy Ghost. Come on, disagree with me. Come on. Hello, I know God never made you that sad looking. When you get full of what I'm talking about, you're not going to be negative. You're going to be positive. You're going to come to the pulpit and you're going to come to church and say, my Lord, I feel it. I want to see what God's going to do. (laughs) Go right. Everyone say, praise the Lord. You can be seated. Let's go to the Father here. Hallelujah I want you to look at this Being lords over God's heritage Which you read in First Peter By or less, Bless God I'm the pastor of this church I tell you If you don't straighten up I'm booting you out Very cool Lords Just real harsh If you don't like what's going on go down the street now let me just bring something to you the Bible said that they were 99 sheep in the fold did you not say that but there was one that went wayward and he took the one and he put it on his shoulders now we know what the story was the lamb was disobedient and so the shepherd took the lamb broke its leg and put a splint on it and put it right close to his heart where the lamb could feel the warmth of the shepherd. But now let me tell you something. God didn't tell him to break the other 99 legs. Hey, that's a revelation, honey, if you didn't know. He gave that to me two weeks ago. We want to up and break all their legs. God's saying, break the one that needs to be broke that's went astray and love them and bring them back into the fold. Oh, listen, come on, let's quit majoring on minors and start majoring on the majors and have a move of God in our church and say, let the Lord have it. Go right. Hey, put me in hell if you want to, but do it with compassion and do it with love and some tears in your eyes. Don't tell me and send me into hell, but have compassion on me. That's what the church is. Have compassion on the lost and the sinner. Praise the Lord. God never called a preacher just to lambast and be lords over a heritage. He sent you there to be a shepherd. Make sure you find plenty of green pasture. He made sure that you took, looked over the lambs, made sure there wasn't no bugs on the lambs. He took you there for a certain reason. He didn't break, bring you there to break all their legs. Uh, amen. And to criticize and bout and all the rest of it. Listen, I want to tell you something. Some preachers, I'm going to get to the preachers in a few minutes. When you come to the pulpit, all you can do is just nail and hammer. Get rid of that jewelry. There's no jewelry in my church. Uh, amen. Oh, just bang it on now. You're going to go to hell if you going to it, get rid of it, and just on and on. I'm telling you something now. If the Holy Ghost would get you drunk in the Holy Ghost, you won't have any. It'll go. There's no use hammering and snorting and snorting out of your nose and doing all the other things. The Holy Ghost will wash you and bring you like you need to be. You gotta preach it. Yes, you gotta preach it. You can be seated. Do it with love, compassion. Hallelujah. Glory. You know, I heard a man here. They said, them sheep of mine, they're so dumb. I said, You ought to be glad they are. If they are smart, they'd probably know more than you know. But he sent you to be a shepherd over dumb land. As the sheep led to the slatter. And he opened out his mouth, speaking of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But listen to me just for a few minutes here tonight. Oh Lord, time's slipping away. God help us. Not to be so predominant. And so cutting over the heritage that God, gave. hey I, when I many times I said, I don't know what I'm doing here God this old dumb ugly boy, I don't know why I'm doing here I really don't old black sheep, I don't know why but Lord I love you that's all I can tell you I really do love you let's go live with his Father here glory everyone say praise the Lord Let's go to the book of Numbers. I don't know how this links in, but God wanted me to link it in. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. There was a woman, Ethiopian woman, amen, married Moses, and we're not getting that, but she wasn't a black woman, I promise you that. I got scripture for it. And uh, but Miriam began to make fun and mock and laugh. And you know, and the Bible said God set the prophet down. You know, I come to find out that he really doesn't need me, but I sure do need him listen to me just for a few minutes I know this is different for a holiness conference I I was preaching holiness about going hunting he didn't like me to preach that now what do you want me to preach (laughs) brother Dudley said oh lord don't preach that (laughs) hallelujah he set the prophet down you know a lot of times, there's men that feel like they got a, a permanent position. Unmovable. Unshakable. Hey, we're 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 pliable. All he's got to do is just... It don't take a few minutes. He said, Miriam, no, she, she's going outside the camp. She done wrong. She's a leper. Going to be a leper seven days. She's going to stay outside the camp. You know, so many people feel like... Let me just say the ministry just for a few minutes. They feel like... I'm indispensable God really needs me look who I am I mean I was God's answer when I come along God doesn't need any one of us listen to me he's got a church already in the grave that usually don't look like the church is today Mm. I better not get in that Let's go a little bit farther here. God set the prophet down. Hallelujah. God will not tolerate sin. Hallelujah. Everyone say praise the Lord. He will not tolerate sin. I want us to look at John the 21st chapter. I'm going all over. I'm shooting all over the tree tonight. But I know that. But this is what the Lord wants me to do. 21st chapter. And I want you to get to If you don't have a Bible, look on somebody. You're going to miss something. And he said unto them, verse number six, cast thy net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. And they cast it forth now, and they were not able to draw the multitude of fishes in. Therefore the disciples whom Jesus loved, of course we know that's John, saying unto Peter, is it, it is the Lord. Now Simon Peter heard it was the Lord. He girded his fishers coat upon him, for he was naked. And did cast himself into the sea. And the other disciples came in the little ship. And they were not far from land. But as they were 200 cubits. Amen. Dragging the nets with the fishes. And as soon as they were come to land. They saw a fire of coals there. And the fish laid there on. And the bread. Honey let me tell you something. The fish was already on the fire. And God didn't need their fish. God don't need your little ability of what you can do. Hey man, He wants to get all the credit for it. You don't have to raise your old flag. He doesn't need your fish. It says it right there. Fish and bread was on the fire. And the next verse, he said, come bring your fish also. But what I'm saying is, he can have church without any of us. Glory. And so, why? How come we've got a halo around our head, thinking, "My Lord, things wasn't nothing till I got here"? Well, that went over like a lead balloon. Let's see, let's try something else. Glory. God doesn't need our little bit of ability. Let me just use an illustration. I was uh, I was uh, assisting Brother Craft at the time, and about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, he called me and said, Brother, he said, you're supposed to be in Canton tonight to preach, preach a special rally meeting there. And I said, tonight? He said, tonight. I said, thanks, Brother, for telling me ahead of time. I really appreciate this. And I hadn't preached many messages anyway, and didn't know a whole lot to preach, didn't know nothing to do or what to do and I went down and that place was packed to capacity every seat was filled there were seats on the side everywhere and everybody was just waiting for someone to preach and the uh, the coordinator said brother Davis wants you to come and open your Bible and preach to us we're hungry to hear from God and I, I thought to myself man I am too I hadn't got a text. I hadn't got a scripture. I believe I'd have misquoted Acts 2.38 if I was a priest. And I walked behind that pulpit. I, man, I was trembling in my soul. I said, <laughs> just raise your hand worship God. You know, I said, it's a Pentecostal thing to do. He didn't take an offering, you know. It's about two things we don't know how to do that well. <laughs> And I said, Lord, help me right quick, would you give me a scripture where I can preach on? Nothing. And I said, now, Lord, while he was praying, I said, now, if you want to make a fool out of me this night, well, (laughs) I'll tell you what, Lord, just make one out of me. I could care less. I'll stand there and look at him and laugh at him. It don't matter anyway. (laughs) I'll just smile just as big and you just take all of whatever you want to do, Lord. If you ain't going to talk to me with a scripture, I said, you take it. I said, let's have everyone raise their hands again. They quit praying, so they raised their hands again. And I just knew I was going to get something, but nothing whatsoever. It was nothing. Nothing whatsoever. I prayed, God, Lord, look at the record, God, Amen. Bless me, Lord, for what's already sent ahead, and and uh, Lord, uh, whatever. I mean, I, I'm doing some high power praying. God, help me, Amen. I'll make a fool out of me. This place is packed full of preachers, everything, and and the Lord spoke to me. He said, "Just take your hand and wave it like that." I thought, "Well, oh, man, that's simple enough. I can do that." <laughs> you know, God deals on simple things we got to figure them out. we got to say, well, you know, two and two is four, and four and four is six. But God may say three and four is six. But I'm all messed up anyway. It don't matter anyway. <laughs> but I do know one thing. He'll come to you if you walk with him. I know one thing. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll be your God if you walk with him. Someone say, praise the Lord. And I remember, boy, I just, I stand by the pulpit, big old smile on my face, and I said, (sighs) (laughs) And I stood back, and the wind of the Holy Ghost came in that place. (sighs) And I saw it come through the door, and it came around like this, and it went back like this. It came like that, and just whirlwind everywhere. And somebody was, "Whoa, glory!" No, "Whoa, man!" Whoa, boy so got the Holy Ghost. Nobody laid hands on him. Nobody done nothing. God intervened. He said, "Let me have it." hey we got some sick preachers in here we got some sick people what we need is a whirlwind of the holy ghost we need god to take this thing over put your theology outside let god do it come on let's praise him let's clap our hands We're afraid somebody's gonna talk about. It. Let them talk. Let them skeletes talk. Let them do what they want to do. I want to have a move of God. <laughs> How do you set on it long enough? Let God have it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, God's in this place. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's turn to the book of John, the sixth chapter. I'm hurrying to a close. I know what time it is. I didn't put that clock up for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Glory, Hallelujah! There were some, verse sixty-four, John six. There are some of you that believe not, for Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believe not, and who should betray him. And he said, therefore, I said unto you that no man can come unto me except it were giving unto him of my Father. From this time, many of his disciples were back. And walk no more with him. You know, there's a bunch of Pharisees and Sadducees. You know why they call them Sadducees? Because they're so sad, you see. <laughs> like that. That's the way a person unbelief is. He's so sad, you see. well oh, I'm having a time, Brother Westberg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who done this, but I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> to feel what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> Man. Mm. Glory. Praise God. Everyone say praise the Lord. Praise Jesus looked at them and said, Y'all going to? Multitude left, you going? <laughs> Some people said, Whom can we go to? Now, let me tell you where you gonna go what you gonna do I asked my pastor one time I said "Uh, I need a revival would you tell me how to have a revival And he said sure man but there's no problem at all I said well give me some you know one two three four pointers how to have revival I was preaching one time in Tupelo Mississippi and the pastor got up and he said, "Trying, he "My brother Davis, I want him to come back tomorrow. I hadn't talked to him. I want him to come back, and I want him to teach the four steps of faith.' There's four steps of faith. Four steps of faith. Man, he's been reading somebody else's notes. I don't know about them four steps. I ain't that smart to figure out them four steps yet. Only thing I do know, if you live holy and pure and clean." Repent of your sins. Get baptized in Jesus' name and live for God. Amen. You don't have to worry about that. I mean, it's coming. Amen. Glory. Amen. Amen. Everyone say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He said, now this is the way you do it, Brother Davis. You find you one revival is all you need is one. Boy, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty good information. Now what else does he need to do? He said, when you get there, pray till you can't pray no more and fast till you can't fast no more. And revival will come. Well, that's simple enough, but it's hard on the flesh. <laughs> I'd get my poor old wife and we'd go over to the old country church we was at. And i say, let's go pray. We spent hours and hours and hours. And it just seemed like the Lord just was so real in that place. And I tell him, I said, now, Lord, I know that we're not supposed to make commitments like this. But, Lord, if you'll just do something real special tonight, I won't eat till tomorrow. And, man, the Holy Ghost had fallen in that place. Two or three get the Holy Ghost. I said, oh, my God. (laughs) Back to my knees again. God, I want revival He said, do you really want it? I said, I want revival I said, God, we got heaven My wife she, I'd like to We prayed, we prayed, we prayed, we prayed Amen, How will tell you, we sought God We loved God This is what our pastor told me how to do this And so I thought, well, this works So he told me it works So I, I know it was going to work and, and just about time for church I said, now God, I want to make an agreement with you tonight If you'll feel so many of the Holy Ghost tonight I said, I, I won't eat till tomorrow night and showing up three or four get the Holy Ghost and I'd walk with him, oh, oh my God. He's hurting. We want these you instant revivals, instant miracles, all these other things, you know. No price to pay. I was there ten nights, and you can call the man. Thirty-seven got the Holy Ghost. They were people that came up to the front that wore glasses, laid them down. God miraculously healed them. Amen. I want you to know it shook that whole vicinity of everywhere. And and I went to the campground. I don't know if any of you remember Old Brother Anderson or not. He's been dead several years ago, J. E. Anderson in the Mississippi District. I was in the Mississippi District at that time. And uh, this man never he never bragged on anybody, never said nothing about anybody. And usually it was just the opposite. We was in our conference there in the the mid-year, and old Brother Anderson got up, and the old man, he said, Brother, he said, uh, I want to talk to you about a revival. He said, in Neshoba County, Mississippi, he said, I ain't never in all my life Heard of a revival that came to Neshoba County? He said, "Man, they came from everywhere. They was looking in the windows." He said, "God filled everybody in the whole countryside that wanted the Holy Ghost." Amen. They were twenty-five, better than adults. We took to the river and baptized in an old stock pond, baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. God reached that, reached out so beautifully, and he shook that everywhere and he sat. And old brother Anderson said, "And that man is here today." He said his brother Davis back there. Amen. I couldn't get a place to preach on Sunday night. Let alone. Amen. On Monday or Tuesday. But after that happened. They came to me and said. Hey how about Monday night? How about Tuesday night? How about Wednesday night? I'll take any night I can get if you'll come. Amen. What God's saying tonight. Amen. He's not dead. He's not asleep. He's not on vacation. All he's looking for are people. That are love him. Worship him. Get away from the world and have revival I don't know how to do it but he does you can't do it but he can mm. praise God I'm hurrying I promise you I'm hurrying I didn't get to Florida late so I'm it's a little longer David after God's own heart. Poor oh, man after God's own heart. Oh, that tender heart. I've heard about, preached about David. I love I loved to read about David. We all know these shortcomings and all this, that, and the other. But yet, of all the shortcomings, there was a way that he could get the attention of God. You know how he got the attention of God? Let me tell you how it was. I want you to listen to me very clearly tonight. Every time something went wrong, he didn't blame someone else for the reason that it went wrong. But he said, it's me, God. I'm wrong. I'm the sinner. When it comes to Bathsheba, let's use this illustration for a minute. He could have said, that nasty, ungodly woman is out there taking a bath. She knows better than that. It was her fault. It wasn't my fault. I was just up there looking over the kingdom. But when God, when the prophet Nathan began to point his finger and said, You're the man, he said, I'm he. God forgive me. I'm sorry. Now let me just say this quit pushing the blame on somebody else while you're. If I was just in the right place, I could have revival. If you quit worrying about and blaming other reasons for not having one and make up your mind to have one, you'll have one. Glory. You don't like it, do you? Well, that's okay. That's okay. Amen. We're the most prone people to accuse and tell the reason why we can't see what we need to see. There's always a reason. Well, I'll tell you what, the weather's bad. I was selling a bus one time. And this Baptist man come by and he said, I want to buy you a bus. I said, He said, I said, Well, it's a good day to sell it to you. I said, It's raining anyway. I said, bad day to go on visit. He said, What do you mean, preacher, bad day? He said, all the children are home on a rainy day. He said, That's the best day to go on a bus visitation is a rainy day because everybody's at home. But as Pentecostals afraid we're gonna melt. We're looking for excuse. Well, glory. I knew you wouldn't like that, but that's all right anyway. Tender. Tender It's my fault. The reason why we're like we are is nobody else's reason, fault but our own. You're not having revival in your soul. It's, it's you. Draw a circle like Brother Moody said. Get in the middle of a circle praying. You'll find out it's me. It's not him. He wants to do it. But it's really us. All right, let's go to the Father now. Hallelujah. I want us to look at something here. Maybe you've never looked at it. In Genesis, the 25th chapter, I told you I was going to shoot around a little bit here tonight. 25th chapter of the book of Genesis. I want you to look at a few verses of Scripture. Verse 5 and 6. I won't be too much longer. Abraham gave all they had unto Isaac. Unto the sons of the concubines, Abraham had, Abraham gave him gifts and sent them away, Isaac his son, while he yet lived in the eastward and the east country. Verse 5 And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. Listen, these charismatics haven't got it, they've got a gift. Like in the days when I was young, if you didn't like your children, you want to disinherit them, keep them from breaking the will, you give them a dollar. Unto Joe we give one dollar. Under his grandkids they each receive one dollar. But to the one that was the favorite would receive all. Listen to me just for a minute. To the church, this church, Jesus' name, blood washed church, he gave all. Everything. Not just a part, but all ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you power the missionary told me one time he's having meeting in a foreign field and it was raining and it was water around the bottom of the of the front there the missionary had the microphone in his hand and he laid hands and he said in Jesus name and the microphone had a short in it. Knocked him flat off his feet in the floor. He went to the back, he said, My Lord, he said, You that's what I call the power of God in that place. Some people can't discern the power of natural from the real power of the holy. Ye shall receive power, dynamite power, glory. Like a man came to me one time, he said, I'd like to have that Holy Ghost. He's a little short man. He said, I'm a mean old boy. I said, God's looking for mean old boys just like you. He said, I've been in prison. I said, well, that's all right. I killed the man. I said, oh, but I served time, he said, and I'm out on free. He said, I drink a quart of whiskey or wine every day. I'm a bad old boy," he said. "But you think God would save me?" I said. "Would He save you?" I said. "Why don't you repent?" And tears just flooded to the floor. That poor old boy. I mean, godly sorrow. Now I know I'm gonna get. What you gonna do about the length of time? Hey, sometimes it takes my grandpa. Before he died, he told every all of his brothers, he said, I'm not dying. Every time he'd get almost to his last breath, he'd get he'd get one of the brothers, other one of the boys, he said, Get me out of this bed, walk me around the old farmhouse. I'm not dying. You think I'm gonna lay in this bed and die? You're crazy. I'm not dying. If I lay in this bed, I'm a dead man. Get me up, walk me. And that man fought death for months because he just he just kept fighting. And finally, when well, one day he did lay down, he died. And there's others just lay down and give up the ghost. And when this man wept uncontrollably for a, a while, I laid hands on him, and the power of God f- knocked him into the floor. And he was talking in tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance, just worshiping the Lord, loving Him. Hear. Some say I don't believe it. I'm sorry, I do. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Glory. Now that may may cross your grain, Amen. But if you walk real close to the Lord, He said, "I desire beside thee." Moses said, "I want to be beside thee." Listen, when I first was called to preach, brother, I was the stupidest man I ever lived. Still am, as far as that goes. I mean. I mean, you can check the records. Back where I come from, my pastor said, there's 400 people there that day. and said, I want you to dismiss this church today. So he went back to back where he could shake hands with everybody. And I walked up there like I just knew everything. And I said, good to see you all today. Glad you come. You all just fellowship in Jesus' name. Go home. I said, oh, my God, you dummy, you. You didn't say that. I, and I realized I did say that. Hey, maybe if some of you would act dumb, maybe God would help you along a little bit once in a while. Come on now. Everyone say praise the Lord. How we're so sophisticated, you know. we got to get the degrees and all that stuff. Like a thermometer, you know. Praise God. We want to be a 40 year chronic seeker with pins every year, all the way dragging the floor, Doc. I've been in this thing 40 years. I've worn out the best of preachers, I want you to know. I'm looking between, and I say, You ain't wearing me out. I'll tell you that right now. Hello? Glory! 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 glory we say glory glory Glory. Glory. Mm. now I want to ask you a question I come to the end of it now did you lack anything when you needed it when God called you did you lack anything Brother Westberg, when you was in the old tar paper shack, amen, you didn't know where the next dollar was coming from. Amen, you'd open that blessed book, begin to preach. All of a sudden, the anointing of the Holy Ghost come upon you. I want to ask you the question, did you lack anything? No. 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 (laughs) What's wrong today? We lack the power of the Holy Ghost we've got the beautiful buildings we've got the padded pew but the power's out you can be seated brother Kahn let me use you for a minute first time I ever met brother Khan. Denton, Texas I was preaching for Brother Calloway, Denton, Texas. I seen old Brother you come out of Bible school. He said, Brother Davis, if I just had somewhere to preach, I'd preach for nothing. If I could just find somewhere, I'm not looking for an offering. He said, if I could just find somewhere to preach. And I said, Brother Conn, let me call a man. The man was in El Dorado, Kansas at the time. I said, the man's very poor. He hasn't got anything to offer you. But I said, I'll pay your way up there. And Brother Calloway said, I'll pay your way back. And you'll have enough money to get there and come home on. And I know that he'll give you enough food. Give you enough food that you will not starve. Brother Khan did you lack like anything? Did you need anything? Did he wash over you? Did he take care of you? Hey, that wife of yours come into service the first time, maybe the second time you preached, you fell in love, and that was your wife. I want to tell you something. You didn't lack like anything? God said, I'll give it to you. Church, when you needed money, God gave it to you. When you needed something, God gave it to you. When you needed a soul, God gave it to you. What's happened? I'll tell you what happened. We become modern. We become begging. We become pleading. My God help us. Come on, let's get away from the pride and the things of the world. Get it out. And let's have a real move of the Holy Ghost. Come on, let's love him. You can be seated. Ninth chapter, book of Luke. And he called us disciples together gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases and he sent them to preach the kingdom of God to heal the sick and he said unto them take nothing for your journey neither staves nor scrip nor bread neither money neither have two coats You don't you don't need all that when God first called me to preach one pair of shoes and it wasn't very good I had two changes of garments it wasn't very good bought them in Montgomery Ward Sears i still never got out of it in my pants. I think my wife paid $19.95 for them. Still got a $6 tie. But I didn't lack anything. I didn't, whatever I needed was there. It didn't matter what was the situation. It was there. I didn't like nothing. My wife would cry and said, Honey, I need a new pair of shoes. I said, well, let's just pray a little bit harder. Flush the commode, come up in the tub. The roof leaked. No locks on the doors. No backs on the seats in the kitchen cabins, in the chairs in the kitchen. But I was happy. Oh God, I was happy. I remember my pastor came over and said, my Sister Davis was with a child, was with my son, Tom, Brother Davis. And he said, I'll tell you what, let's do. Let's you and I go to prayer, and we'll pray that the child comes early. I said, All right, we'll make agreement. We'll do that. I went in and I prayed. I'm sure he did also. Next morning, seven o'clock, This was at one o'clock in the morning. My wife went to the bathroom, water broke, carried her to the hospital. My son was born. He answered prayer He's never failed me. When I needed him, he was there. Brother Lee, he was there. I prayed. I preached revival and it combined. Give me a handful of money. Sometimes it would be $19, sometimes $20 if you change and put in there. Get in the old car with slick tires. Go to another place. But, Lord, when I lifted my hands, he was there. Did I lack anything? Oh, no. No. He was there. He was there. Why is it that we're so miserable now? Why is it it seems like we cannot get what we need to get from God? Did you lack anything when he first called you? Did you need anything else? My mother bought my Bible. My dad bought a little case to put the Bible in. (laughs) They bought gas for my car. Help helped me, but I didn't like anything. God always, why is it that we're living in such an hour? We are so, we are so needful of so many things. And it seems like I just can't get my prayer through like I need to. Did you lack anything? Preach your friend when he calls you? I say this. I haven't lacked one thing, and he's taking care of me. Let's lift our hands and love the Lord. Glory. Glory. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. 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 There's a woman come to me one time, she said, Brother, she says, I'm dying with cancer. She said, I've got cancer so bad. I said, Don't worry about it, no problem. I said, I was just taking on a three-day fast and go pray, and I said, don't worry about it. I said, you'll be taken care of. She went to the hospital. Doctors gave her a complete examination. Told her, said, no cancers there. I said, just go on back home. Go back home. Why is it that we become so independent of things that don't amount to anything whatsoever? And when I first walked with him, Brother Steele, I didn't like nothing, didn't need nothing, I prayed for food, sometimes the man in the church, oh yeah, you you drive a Lincoln, yeah, bank owns most of it, don't worry about it, two thirds of it, and it's not a new one anyway, maybe I can get it paid for, maybe I can pay my doctor bill off, listen to me for a few minutes, I have never lacked anything. When my kids wanted ice cream, there was a man that was in the church that used to work for the garbage company, and he'd pick up the extra ice cream and so forth from the stores that was outdated that had ice in them, and they'd take them to the dump, and he would pick them up in boxes, bring them to me, Brother Lee, we had milkshakes and sometimes he'd bring some candy that way and it hadn't always been like it is now i was preaching in philadelphia mississippi and that man that used to do that was there and i told the church i told the man i said brother crosby i said let me tell you something if i've got to go back eating ice cream and the food from the city dump God take me back I want to see your glory I want to see your power it's not going to come through a book you can buy it's going to come through the Holy Bible with a big circle like Brother Moody said get around right the middle of it. help me God help me God have you ever lacked anything? Brother Seal, you don't lack anything now either. I curse that sickness. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, heal this heart right now. I command it to leave church! You can have it! You can have it! You can have it! You never lacked anything! You've never lacked anything! Hallelujah! Brother Scott, I curse that cancer in you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You've never lacked anything before, and you're not going to lack it now. Devil, you're a liar. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. <laughs> 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 Honey, I'm not a healer. He's a healer. I'm just begging upon what he died for. Don't criticize me. If you get down on your knees, you'll find God where I found him at through a broken wheel. Let's lift our hands and love him. Let's love him. Let's worship him. man of God you never lacked nothing when he called you and you don't lack nothing now whom he calls he qualifies and the gift's laying at the door for you to pick it up oh it don't happen no more wake me up honey I'm in a dream world Last Wednesday night, last Wednesday night I was in Dallas, Texas. I've got several families here from my church. They witness what I'm telling you. The service came and the people come up around the front. And I began to preach peace. Peace. A real peace. Everybody got in one mind. One accord. You could almost hear a pin drop. Peace. Perfect peace. And after service was over with, there was a man that prayed to the Holy Ghost two months ago. Brother Birdwell is his name. I don't read book stories. I'll tell you what happened, when they happened, and who they were. He came to me and he said, Brother Davis, he said, I, I, I need to tell you this. I said, what? He said, I've had polio in this leg for 21 years. And you see this cane i walk walked with, I've drugged this leg for 21 years. But he said, "Look." I said, "Lay the cane down and walk." He said, "Walking." Everybody prayed for him. I didn't lay hands on him, honey. The Holy Ghost fell on him. And when the church gets in unity, sir, you don't know what's all about. But if you could just get just a little thimble full of what I'm talking about, you would never be the same. Glory. You can get the Holy Ghost if you want it. It's here tonight. Hallelujah. Glory. Did you lack anything when he called you? I've never heard it preached, and I didn't get out a sermon in that book or a preacher's book. The God of heaven spoke to me and said, Did you lack anything? Have you liked anything? I said, "Ooh, wait a minute. I believe there's one place, and there's only one place in the word of the Lord. He looked at his disciples and said, hey, when I called you, when I took you out, did you like anything? They said, no, 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 nothing. For the devil, that's where you build this church. Hallelujah. Let him build it. It'll be the unconscious growth. One here, one there. Nobody getting recognition of how it's happening, just happening. As a corn falls into the ground and dieth, bite it biteth alone. But if it dieth it bringeth forth much fruit. One here, one there, one there. Let me tell you something else, too, Dudley. Not many days, I'm going to prophesy, and I'm not going to say, thus saith the Lord, but it is prophecy that your church is going to be this size right here, not very long off. You won't be able to have a holiness conference in this place because you won't have room for it. Just put it in your book. Put it in your book. Hallelujah. I want to leave these words with you in closing. When God called you, if He called you to the ministry or called you to be a saint, have you lacked anything? Let's lift our hands and love the Lord.